0: This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. This is Raise Your Game, I'm Christine Wong. One thing's for sure, the past year and a half has taught the world that being able to go with the flow is crucial. Sometimes life throws the unexpected in your path and creativity is the key to handling the unexpected. I'm speaking to Alper Al-Malek, all the way from Istanbul, motivational speaker, amongst many other things, to discuss his creative approach to life and how creativity benefits the workplace.
1: Who am I? I became a TEDx speaker, uh, you know, this TED platform. So I did two TEDx talks, unfortunately in Turkish. So I cannot, um, you know, recommend now to people who listen to this, but uh, in any case, I did my first uh, TEDx speech on leadership and Shakespeare, and my second one is on dilemma of charisma. So I started to teach at universities, high schools, um, you know to companies, etc. I worked for some big uh, companies to give them trainings like mango, decathlon, and etc uh, and in the meantime, I was a part of a creativity scientific uh, experiment at one of the universities in Istanbul called Bahçeşehir University. Mm -hmm. So I had a chance to teach there for one semester a class called Innovative Leadership. And then I got an offer from the Istanbul Technical University. So I became a part-time instructor at İTÜ, Istanbul Technical University, since now two years teaching computer engineering uh, faculty the class called Innovative Leadership in Computer Engineering. I have five subjects that I teach, and one of them is creativity.
0: In your opinion, what is the definition of creativity? What does it actually mean to be creative?
1: We must start with the idea of the thought. Okay, There is a very uh, interesting um, Western classical composer uh, named John Cage, he's American, he was American. They consider him to be like the father of the modern classical music, okay? And John Cage, he gave a concert in Carnegie Hall in 1950, by the way, and he performed a piece as the first piece of the concert, you know, to maybe 1,000 or more people, audience. And what he did was he came to the piano and he sat down at the piano and he just looked at the piano for four minutes and 33 seconds. Mm -hmm. He didn't play. And he just, you know, looked to the piano and everybody was like, what's happening, you know? Why is he not playing or something? He was like, you know, opening the lid of the piano and then closing after, after like one minute or so. Well, the idea was for him to show to the audience that whatever passes, whatever thought passes in your brain, that is creativity, you know? That is a thought, that, you know, that is art, because when you start thinking, automatically your thinking enables you to start creativity. Mm-hmm. You know, there are thinking temples around the world. There's one in Chicago, one I think in somewhere in the Far East, I think China, or I don't know, or... In one of those countries and which I've been to, I can't remember which one, which country it was, but you go into a temple with one thousand people from all around the world. it is not allowed to speak in the temple. you just go in there, spend as much as you like, and then you leave from the other end. you don't speak, you just think. so creativity starts with thinking and when it starts with thinking, it is actually combining things, you know you're connecting things you are, bringing a new idea okay a new thought to the world it can be for something existing that you bring something you know broader or deeper into that already existing idea or you create something from scratch you know from zero okay and when you do this you know when you bring these new ideas together then it is called creativity okay but it is subjective if you do it in a business um, world let's say you are creating something, you know, to already something existing, but to make it better or, or, let's say, more convenient. And you, if you start earning money from that, it is called innovation. Mm-hmm. Okay. So innovation and creativity, they are actually the same thing, you know, in, in theory. But one is business-oriented innovation. And one is, you know, more subjectively, you know, you know self-development oriented, you know, for a person. It, it can, you can create a, I don't know, art, you know, painting or sculpture or photograph, you know, whatever. And it is a muscle. There is a, a very important writer, Lord Judkins. He wrote some books on creativity and he says, you know, creativity is a muscle. So if you work on it, it gets better, just like any, you know, muscle you have in your body for bodybuilding. It's the same idea. There is another very important um, speaker and uh, writer, Sir Ken Robinson. He, I think, he's one of the most uh, listened uh, TED uh, speaker in the world, and uh, he says that you know creativity today is as important as being literate. You know, we have to read and write, right? I mean, when we you know are born and we grow up, we have to read and write. Well creativity today is as important as reading and writing. Mm -hmm. That's what Ken Robinson says. So, well, Steve Jobs says it is connecting things. Okay, if you're going to connect things, okay, and you start with a thought, okay, with a thought you come to an idea and, and, and feelings come in and you start to create. And hopefully you do the creativity for the good of other people, for yourself, but also for other people.
0: Right, I see. That's, That's a pretty comprehensive look at what creativity is, and I do like, you know, that definition and that uh, discerning between creativity and innovation. Right, innovation is more business-based. Creativity, I, I suppose, more uh, more personal. Right,
1: is creativity an innate
0: thing, or can it be learned?
1: Okay, well, there is a difference between well, there's a slight difference and nuance between being creative and being an artist. Okay. What Picasso, you know, the Spanish Pablo Picasso says that every single person who is born in this life, well, is born as an artist, what Picasso says. Okay. Mm-hmm. But what happens when the boy is or girl is like four or five years old, you know, the boy or the girl, you know, he or he paints, let's say a horse. Okay. A horse with six feet. A horse has four feet. Right. But this boy or this girl is painting with six feet. And what happens, the family members or the classmates, which can be harsher, or even even the painting teacher in school may say that, boy, girl, you cannot paint a horse with six feet. Mm-hmm. It has to have four feet. Well, he is then or she is criticized. Then Picasso says the child loses his or her artistic Behavior, OK? The artistry dies. Well, maybe not dies, but let's say postponed to a later age if he or she is lucky. But Picasso said, creativity does not disappear. Only artistic behavior disappears. Mm. Creativity is with us. We are every single person on earth till the end of his or her life is creative, OK? And it can be, as wrote Jatkins, I just you know um, referred to his um, sentence, it's a muscle to be trained. So what you can do is if you do the right things all through your life, you know, especially in education and environment, if you do that enough, then you can be more creative. You are already creative, but you can be more. You mm-hmm. must do it more because there is no other way to live in this world today if you are not creative enough. You are already creative, but you should do much, much, much more in order to survive in this world today in any profession given.
0: All right. Fantastic. We're going to take a short break, but after that, I will continue speaking to Alper al uh, about creativity, especially its benefits in the workplace and examples of ways you can train that muscle uh, to improve your creativity as well. So do stay tuned to raise your game here on BFM 89.9. Be free, Malaysians. BFM 89.9, the business station. Listening to Raise Your Game on DFM 89.9. I'm Christine Wong, and on the line with me, all the way from Istanbul, is Alper Amelek. He is a motivational speaker amongst many other accomplishments, and uh, primarily, he has an interest in the field and the ideas uh, of creativity. So, before the break, we talked a little bit about how he became so interested in this topic, as well as the definition of creativity. And, you know, whether or not it is innate or a learned thing. So uh, now I would like to ask you a little bit about uh, creativity in the workplace specifically. You mentioned before the break that it is crucial, right? You know, especially now more than ever, um, you know, employers are demanding creativity. So tell me a little bit about how creativity works uh, for you in the workplace.
1: It is very important today to be creative because as the artificial intelligence is, you know, improving more and more, it looks like we will lose most of our jobs in the next years. Well, according to the World Economic Forum, in five years, 57% of all the jobs will be done by artificial intelligence. Uh, Amazon uh, has some store in, they start in Seattle, in the United States, you know, supermarkets, you can say. You you go in by, you know, showing your, your phone, and there is a program there. You just go in. There is nobody working in the, in the market. And you just go in, and you can just go to any shelf. You can buy any food. It doesn't matter what it is. And you go out. Everything is done by the phone. You know, there's the application there. So there is nobody working in the market. Mm -hmm. This is what's going to happen in the future. You know, in Turkey, for example, we know that there are like one million uh, people are working, one million people are working in stores. Either it's, you know, textile stores, electronic stores, or supermarkets, you know, there are one million people, one million cashiers, you know, working in stores. This is only in Turkey. So if you think about the world, okay, uh, this will be billions of people. So that means artificial intelligence is taking over. So that means in the workplace, we are in danger for the future. There's also the, the management part. You know, they look to 1,500 CEOs of the world, and they realize that in the future, or well, even today, one of the maybe first three points that any manager should possess, one of them is creativity. Without creativity, you cannot manage a crisis. You cannot manage a change management, you know. So uh, for these, you need to be creative. Right, I see. And so, you know, from there,
0: I want to uh, touch uh, very briefly upon uh, the experiment that you mentioned before the break that you were involved in. Tell me about that.
1: And it was uh, the experiment I was in was with the Batiste University in Istanbul. And what we did was, um, what we did was we picked, uh, you know, it was all volunteer work for like maybe 20 companies in Istanbul. And we picked some, let's say, um, middle management. So HR director, R&D director, vice GM, you know, these kind of people. So they're all managers. They're all leaders. They came to the university and we took their EEG, which is called electroencephalography. Uh, we measured the brain waves, you know, like an electro, brain electrodes, okay? You ask them to do something. They don't know what they're doing. Uh, otherwise, it's conscious, so it should be subconscious. Well, what we did was we measured their attention levels. So we can say that their attention level, which is an important part of creativity in their brain, increase considerably before 9 weeks and after 9 weeks and uh, that's uh, you know the scientific result and the personal result is that every one of them of these uh, people they felt like they can be more creative because they have this you know this uh, treasure in their in their minds you know in their muscles their muscles got better and they all felt very good about writing and thinking you know and creating things so that's the, that's the idea uh, psychologically they felt much better, and that's what we need. We need people who are either at home or at work, who feels like they can do better in creativity, and they can feel good about it.
0: All right, fantastic. Now, can you give us a few examples for people to in- to improve their
1: creativity? How will you, you know, develop your creativity? Well, brainstorming is one of them. You know, having uh, different people in one team is another one. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to combine different disciplines, different talents together. That's why there is a talent management career for some people. You know, that's what they do. Uh, So you bring these people together to a team and you let them to brainstorm. You know, there are really great examples of brainstorming. Um, One of them is um, Pixar, you know, the the, the, uh, Pixar Disney. They have a, a brain trust Uh, meetings every week, uh, you know, a certain day where, you know, uh, all the different members of the company come together from different levels and they discuss something, you know, uh, deliberately, you know, with all the freedom and you can think about any ideas that can come on the table, no problem, you know, it's all very much convinced, you know, uh, and persuaded. And, And another thing is Google, you know, they have a certain day of the week where, uh, people leave their their duties and they work on something like a hobby, but for Google. That's how the you know Gmail, Google Earth, Google Glasses. They came out from those brainstorming sessions of the employees who took one day off, you know, the- theoretically, of the week to work on Google hobbies, you know, hobby um, projects. And companies are uh, really trying to start you know, brainstorming sessions for the employees. They're also trying to bring new people from different areas and and they let them uh, do observations of whatever uh, field they are in, textile, petroleum, uh, I don't know, automobile, wherever they are, they they need to look, you know, broaden their minds. They need to get trainings in different subjects for their employees, you know, um, short trainings, long trainings. So these are all showing that creativity is extremely important for the workplace right i see you
0: know i think that's uh, all really interesting and hopefully our listeners can uh, use some of those exercises for themselves and also uh you know improve their creativity for themselves uh, for their lives and also for uh, their benefit in the workplace as well but that is about it for today's raise your game thank you so much alba for speaking to me today all about creativity
1: my pleasure, Christine. I'm very happy that you invited me. Thank you so much.
0: All right. If you've missed any of today's show, you can, of course, download uh, the podcast that is available on our app and our website. The app is available on the Apple App Store and Google Play. And also the podcast is available on the website uh, at bfm.my. You're listening to Raise Your Game with me, Christine Wong, speaking to Alper Amelek on BFM 89.9.